I'm Kendra Whitehead and I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the wins go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Who got next? Who got next? Yeah, SLT Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next, a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. We're searching high and low, far and wide, and we are trying to find rising stars in our communities who are doing amazing things and accomplishing big dreams. And today, Somebody sound the alarm. We got a we alert, man. Sometimes you just know when you made it. And mama, look at me, because my goodness, we got one of the probably the number one hooper to ever stuff with. And I know y'all gonna say Cheryl Swoops did all that. No, no, this is the coldest baller that never came out of the state of Texas. We got a live on the show right now. Jesse Clips over 100 wins at Harden Simmons, former Hall of Fame, just big country, uh, ACS, uh, ASC conference, just all everything. Female athlete of the year. The awards go on. I couldn't even get, we couldn't even get all of the accolades on the screen. It is that major Colorado, the, the queen of Colorado City, ladies and gentlemen, the head coach. To the Hard Simmons Cowboys, we got a coach Kendra Whitehead. Welcome to the show, coach. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Now I'm gonna tell y'all, there's a little bit of animosity in the room right now because Kevin judged the book by his. I don't know what made him do it. I no, I did not judge the book. You did. Was Kevin B. Jones? No, no, no. Kevin didn't know this woman was a walking bucket. Kevin didn't know that she had she had that fire right here in this little joint that could just b bust all natural heads up. And so they got a, they got a little quiet competition going on, and I, I hope it don't manifest on, on wax right now. But uh, look, <laughs> now, P. Jones, now everybody knows that you're the mouth of the South for a reason. So you pretty much talked me into this. I didn't underestimate, Coach. I was just trying to make us go viral. And I think once I go against her, we definitely going viral and me losing. But I'm not backing down, Coach. The free throw contest is going to happen. So just be on the lookout for it. It is on and cracking. It is on and cracking. Well, listen, if this is your first time joining the show, I am your host of Mouth of the South. B. Jones, the OG, all things Louisiana. We'll put your L's up. Mr. Yeet is in the building. And I'm rocking alongside my brother from another mother, my partner in crime, the head coach, the choir storm. KT, Kev, how you feeling today, man? You, you, hey, you ain't saying it with your chest right now. You, you bold right now when you, no, when you I, I'm not, miles away. I'm not going to back down, B. Jones. I know I'm probably going to lose, but I can't, I can't back down now, B. Jones. It just, it, it's not going to happen. But coach, thank you so much for joining us. 
And I'm not going to give her any more bulletin board material, B. Joe. So let's just get this show going <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, look, before we get to Coach Kendra's, I'm telling y'all, buckle up, because this is about to be a good one. We got to quickly ask y'all to do a huge favor for us, right? It won't cost you a penny, but in order to help us to grow this show and to keep this amazing momentum so we can keep getting Hall of Famers and rock stars like Coach Kendra Whitehead to the building, we need y'all to show us some love. And on the count of three, Cowboy Nation, we need you guys to smash that subscribe button coach kendra i you know i'm a, I'm a big fan of purple and gold uh, it's the wrong purple and gold but uh but i got enough purple and gold to break out when we come up there to harden simmons right. to look like i'm part of the family are they gonna rock with us are they gonna show us some love 100 percent all right no let's doubt. go to work let's go to work hey, hey let's be about that action hard simmons here we go one two three Ooh, welcome to the Sports Life Talk fam. Look at Kevin. Yeah! Hey, <laughs> hey, welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. Look, we don't do fans. We don't do followers. Hey, Coach Whitehead can attest to this. If once we get to know you, we coming up to you. We giving you hugs. We are deadly serious about that. So listen, let us know that you just smashed that subscribe button. Uh, go and put a fire emoji. It don't matter. Just let us know so we can properly introduce you to the Sports Life Talk family. But without further ado, let's get it, KT, the walking bucket. Hey, we got her, ladies and gentlemen. Whitehead is in the building. Stand down. Stand down. Here we go. Coach Whitehead, are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. To initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. All right. I, I feel like I'm going to throw you guys for a loop a little bit. I'm going straight Christian music. All right. Hey, let's go. We got Matthew West, Lauren Daigle, Jeremy Camp, uh, my favorite artist right now because of my favorite song, Colton Dixon, and Casting Crowns. Now, I only knew Lauren Daigle. I only knew, and she called. Okay. I think I heard her, that version of, uh, he can do all things. Hey, that, but, but fam. That, that's the only one I think I heard hey, from Lauren check Daigle. Out, check out Build a Boat by Colton Dixon. That's, that's okay. my favorite right now. Okay, okay. All right, Coach, we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. Okay. But that, that top five is a testament to the Lord, so I can't give you anything left than five. <laughs> you got to be careful. <laughs> you got to be careful. <laughs> you do. You, you can't rank that one low. Oh, no. So you you got 23 years coaching experience, so you know what that means, B. Jones. Yeah, we finna, we finna be broke. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Give it 23. B. Jones, I think we'd rather be broke than be a bunch of heathens. So, yes, yeah. you're put 23. So, yes. All right, Coach. So, uh, who is your favorite superhero and why? So, when you said that, first per first superhero that popped in my mind is Wonder Woman. Just, she's strong, tough, and that was one of the things that we talked to our, our ladies a lot about here, about being just tough women and uh, women of excellence. And so, she just has this really strong persona. So, that, it's Wonder Woman. All right, so since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Oh, you know what? I don't know if this fits exactly, but it kind of goes back to my other. The, have you heard that song, Glorious? It's on a bunch of commercials. I, I can't sing, or I'd, I'd give you a little little hint of it. Mm, but it's Glorious, for sure. Glorious. I'm pretty sure we heard it, B. Jones. We got to do our research. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do better Look research. at that. Look at that. Okay. If you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive. Who would it be and why? So how many people on here come on and say somebody other than a basketball coach? 
Mm, we get a few Michelle Obamas, 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 and Oprah's. Yeah, Beyonce's. Okay. Those are good. Well, you probably had this one before, but Coach K, without a doubt. So just have so much respect for him, the success that he had, the player relationships, and the way that you know he carried himself. And kind of funny story, um, you guys know through your research here that I've recently gotten remarried. Um, so I started out here at Hardin-Simmons as Coach Hassel. Well, my first name is Kendra. And through the changing of the names, it was kind of like, well, what are the players going to call me next? And so my assistant coach says, what about Coach K? And so we kind of started trying it and he called me that and I put it on my Twitter handle and it just didn't work for me. I'm like, there's just one Coach K, so I'm going to be Coach Whitehead, um, even though there is actually another Coach Whitehead here on campus. So I, I just couldn't be Coach K because there's really only one of those. Is, is the other Coach Whitehead one, your husband? He is. Yes, that's who I'm married. He's a football coach. <laughs> But Yo, you gotta share that story with us. That sounds like some uh, some love in the in the uh, in the counselor's office or whatever. You guys, did y'all meet on campus or how did that work? So funny story. Uh, we met in college. We both are alums of Hardin Simmons as well, and he was on the football that's team. Right. And I was on the basketball team. So we met back then, but we weren't we didn't date back then or anything like that. And when I uh, kind of rekindled a little later on down the road after I got a, a divorce and. Uh, now we're both working on campus and another kind of funny story. If you know me, you know that I'm pretty shy and reserved. You guys probably recognize that right away when we met. Um, just a little bit introverted, but we had a staff meeting one day. It was recently after uh, getting married and I got to announce or um, say kind of my introduction before he did. We we're going around the room. Every coach had to say who they were, what, what sport they did. And I told the whole room of people, this was really uncharacteristic, that I was the Coach Whitehead now. (laughs) 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 The whole room just cracked up because they thought that was really, you know, out of my character personality. And then he comes around and he handled it like a champ because he said, well, I'm now married and I know what to say. And she's always right. So, yes, she is. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) No doubt. He handled it like a champ. Oh, how else could you handle it? How, you just got to, yeah. Roll you just got to be humble. He did great. He did great. Yeah. And obviously, right, so, I don't think that. So that's, I think, what made it funny. All right. So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Man, basketball teaches us everything. You know, we try really hard as coaches um, to parallel the life lessons in basketball that we learn from basketball. Um, never give up, for one. Um, one of the Bible verses we used all last year was Galatians 6, 9, and it says, um, never grow weary of doing good or you will reap a harvest in due time. And, and that's something that we just continue to just try to drive into our players. And for me, certainly, um, I had to really plug away to be successful. I'm undersized. I came from a small town. I didn't get heavily recruited. Um, I've always kind of been that underdog and, Um, It was kind of this lesson of, you know, plug away, trust the process, keep going for it, keep fighting, fight for whatever you want. And that's true in life. So, you know, whether it's for your kids or your career, wake up every morning and get into the fight and and don't shy away from it. All right. So do you think that Kendra, the Hooper, could play for Kendra, the coach? (laughs) That's an interesting question. Um, I do think so. 
but I think uh, my style of coaching right now, we're shooting a lot of threes. And as a post player, I might be a little bit annoyed by that. Like, let's pound it inside, right? Give me the ball. I want to be, I want to be the one with the ball. But I will also say, because I was a post player, we do have pretty good balance with that. So um, I think I could, you know, what's interesting too, like I have a 12 year old daughter and she does not want to be coached by me. So I don't know, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I would be more like her and I just, I, I, I can't handle that. Um, I don't know. It would be really interesting to know. So let me ask you this. You can't shoot threes that good? Why? You want to switch it to a three-point yeah, contest? Oh, uh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm joking, B. Joe. I didn't want to get a reaction. That's all. All right. I want no habit. <laughs> I don't care what you say, to be honest. This is what coach. If she agreed to a three-point contest, guess what? We just shot threes. All right, coach. <laughs> B and I, we're going to produce a movie centered around you. The one thing that's missing is a lead actress. So who should we get to play you in the story of your life? So this kind of continues on with that strong female theme. I, I really want that to be kind of what I might be seen as. And so I'm going to go Jennifer Lawrence from The Hunger Games. Oh, I like that one. I don't That's know what we can afford, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we no, I was no, thinking no, more no. Julia Styles, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking say the last dance or something. <laughs> uh, I don't think Julia's acting right now, is she? I think she is. She was just in something on uh on one of that the was a couple of years that was a couple yeah. of years ago, but not okay. years ago. All right, Coach. So this is probably the most important question of the initiation. B. Jones and I. We love to eat. Every time we go somewhere, we're always eating McDonald's. So McDonald's, we, we need some sponsorship. The double cheeseburger, 10-piece nugget, large fry. Right, B. Jones? You got next pack. That's what you got <laughs> next pack. So McDonald's, shoot us something. But when we come to watch you play, what is that one food spot that we got to go to that gets your stamp of approval? Okay, I got to ask you, what do you like? What kind of food? Food. Ooh, okay, yeah. perfect. Idle land and cattle, local Abilene place, the best steaks in town, good variety, poppers, the works, also on our side of town, just down the road. Coach, you just moved up to one of the top five schools we visited first. <laughs> Hard Simmons, here we come. No My doubt. goodness. All right, so if you hit that subscribe button or think about doing so, please do leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com. There you can learn more about us and our You Got Next family members. So now, allow me to turn it over to B as he welcomes our newest play cousin, Coach Whitehead, to the show. So B. Jones, go ahead and take it away, brother. Coach Whitehead. This is so. Uh, this is a tremendous privilege. I, hey, I'm a little. I'm a little choked up because uh, you know we we met Coach White. And had no clue. Me and KT, we just we just kicking it. We meeting coaches. We walking around. We 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 scouting kids. We just enjoying. The, we, we just love girls basketball, women's basketball. So we just enjoying the the moment. I'm sitting there like literally two feet away from Coach, and we just sitting up there chatting. And, and you know, I can tell she intense focus. I'm like, man, this is a serious coach right here. So we sit up there watching it. Well, of course, the, the game comes down to the wire kids start missing free throws and i'm like coach what how did these players miss these free throws and make a long story short i don't think coach Kendra smiled none <laughs> Coach Kendra was like, hey, I'm, I'm about to work. Hey, y'all fellas is doing good. We're going to see y'all on the side. So I get back to the house. I'm like, man, I got to see who Harden, who this coach is at Harden Simmons. So I Google it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, 
Are you serious? I mean, like, this woman is Texas. Walton. She walk around. Nobody getting autographs. So, so, so coach, you, you got to take us back to the beginning. You got to tell us how did this 510, and I'm saying 510 because that's what the, that's, that's what the, that's what the profile say. How did this 510 scrawny white girl out of Colorado City? Scrawny, really? I mean, you, 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 I mean, you're not that big, coach. You, I mean, now you might have lost some weight since your playing days, though. Yeah, so definitely since college. Um, you know what? My dad loves the story, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell it. Shout out to my dad already a little bit early here, but um, I grew up on a cotton farm in West Texas. So my brother and I had an older brother, which is a huge key to my success because no one took it easy on me growing up. I played with he and his friends at the gym, and uh, there became a point where they started picking me pretty early. Uh, for the games but my brother and I had a hay business <clears throat> so we uh, we threw the hay bells ourselves physically um, and we marketed it and we handled the financial financial side of it the whole bit um, and I grew up even at age five I remember um, in the summers we would hoe in the cotton fields so we, that meant we would get out there with actual hoes and we would get the weeds out of the rows so that my dad could strip the cotton without it getting tangled up in the in the stripper um, and so when I was five, they took me out there to start that and cut off a hoe to make a short enough handle to where I could, could carry it. Um, so, you know, at the time you, you, you think that you're being abused and you want to call CPS and stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, look, yeah, looking back, you know, it was just a work ethic that was in a toughness that was instilled in me from such an early age. And I place a very high value on that. Um, so I came to college uh, as an underdog. I actually thought I was going to be a guard when I got here. We had a post player tear ACL early, I think in preseason. And uh, at that time, Coach Goodenough was the coach here at Hardin-Simmons. She's currently the, the head coach at Abilene Christian University. Yep. And she said, hey, this is what we need you to do. And I said, okay, I'm ready. I'll do it, whatever it takes. So that year... Freshman was a little bit hard. I did play uh, by the conference tournament. I was um, playing quite a bit because of injuries. Um, but that summer, I transformed my body through work ethic. So I grew up in Colorado City. We didn't have a strength program really for girls. Um, and that summer, I spent every day in the weight room and just really got you know as strong as I could get and at the post position for a small, undersized player that was super important. So that, that was kind of how it all started. Yeah, I, you know, as the more I think about it, you're not scrawny at all. You just fit. You real fit. You lean. Lean is probably the better word for it because you because you because you are solid, coach. Now that I think you're about right. it, you're right. I mean, I've lost a ton of muscle since college, but I don't need. I mean, I didn't see the muscle thing coming. I didn't think I didn't <laughs> see the muscle thing coming at all. Now, that, now, this is an interesting connection, KT, with the coach. Good enough. I ain't no coach. Good enough. Had been around that long. How, how did uh, how did coach good enough recruit you? How, how did how did she how did she get you to come to? Uh, she was at Harden Simmons at the time? She was, yeah. So um, I actually was recruited, recruited to come here and play volleyball and basketball because, you know, small schools around, you're playing multiple sports and doing it all. Um, but uh, interesting part of this story, I was playing in a high school basketball tournament during the middle of like a work day, and Coach Gunnar's husband was the principal at Abilene Wiley. And that's where we were. We were playing at Abilene Wiley, and I've heard the story a bunch of times, and Rob Goodenough got on the phone and called his wife and said, hey, you got to get out here and watch this girl from Colorado City. And she did and uh, started calling me, got me on campus, and the rest is history. 
Now, Coach, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time going on your collegiate career, but I mean, it is, I mean, like, literally, you should be wearing a little tiara everywhere you go where you walk around these walk around these, uh, these gyms because you are an absolute monster. I, I, told, I, told, I, I was kidding before the show, but for real, I'm pretty sure your face is up on a lot of uh, locker rooms. Hey, keep her away from us because she is going to get the better of us. Now, you, you won all kind of awards as a player. I'm talking about you were super, super dominant. When you look back on that coach, did you really understand what was kind of transpiring? Did you really understand all the things that you were accomplishing at that time? You know, I think uh, when we're all in our 20s, we're just immature and we can't really grasp. We, there's no understanding of the gravity of it all. and So probably the answer is just straight no. Um, I just knew that I wanted to be the best me that I could be. And, and you know, if you, if you knew me very well, you would know that talking about this makes me pretty uncomfortable, honestly. Uh, but the truth is, like, nobody gets awards like that if they're not on great teams. So, mm. I, I mean, if, if we look at it, I mean, you could have somebody averaging 20 and 10, you know, and their team goes, you know, 5 and 25 or whatever, and they don't, they're not all conference you know they're not player of the year because their team wasn't good enough um so i was fortunate that i came to Harden simmons at a time where um they had already been winning they'd won conference the year before i got here and then my class was exceptional and we were able to just keep it going and and i had very unselfish teammates that worked hard to get me the ball in the right position to do things and i ended up with all the stats and so i ended up with all the awards and and that's the truth to it and you know i try to to tell my team now like the awards don't matter but you know when i look back i'm obviously very proud of that but i'm most proud of what we did as a team now now how special was it for you to accomplish all these things? You got all these great memories as a team. You guys, y'all raised hell out there in the tournaments, uh, won a lot. And now you get that call and you get invited back to come coach at, a, at your alma mater when your name is in the wrap, your jersey is in the wrap. As you look at your pictures, every time you walk into your office, you, you know, you, you, your hairs on your arms are probably raising up. You're getting goosebumps and chills knowing how special this environment, knowing how special this school, this place is to you. Like, how special was that to get that call and this opportunity to come back home? You know, I never anticipated it. I never really anticipated coming back. Um, and I don't know why, but since I've been here, it's been unbelievable. I mean, there are so many people here that were here when I played, so many fans, and they come around telling my team, hey, she was this or that, you know, and, and I kind of laugh at them and brush it off. But the neatest part about it, and I'll tell you this, I've now been here five years. And, you know, if I look back at my experience, I know that I grew so much while I was at Harden Simmons. And I left here with just this um, overwhelming feeling of like gratitude. And um, it's almost like an emotion that you have and a love for a place. Well, I, my first recruiting class when I got here has just graduated. Now, some of them have a COVID year and they're gonna return. But it is so cool to look at them and to have conversations with them and to know that they had a similar experience to me. And they're leaving here mm. with such fond memories. They're leaving here having made their best friends. Some of them have met their future husbands. Um, and they are going to look back at Hardin Simmons as, you know, one of the best times in their life. And that has been unbelievably rewarding because it did the same thing for these girls that I brought in. And, and that honestly, like I felt responsible for that because that was one thing I told them in the recruiting process. Like, hey, 
this was my experience. I think it could be the same for you. And then it really has lived up to it. Well, two things I can recognize real quickly with Coach Kendra. One, she is uber competitive. That, that's one thing we know off top. You came on the show today like, let's get it. Let's get it, KT. You've been, you been out there chirping. I've been following you on Twitter, KT. You've been chirping. No, nah, real talk. Coach is, is ultra competitive. But to finish that story, the second time we saw Coach, it was nothing but smiles and hugs. She immediately, guys, what y'all doing? So I, I know you you was like, hey, I'm working right now. But as soon as you was in a good space, in a mental space, you, you came up to and greeted us with open arms. So I know that tells me that players, they once they earn that respect, they come in and they do the right things, you're going to love on them, coach. So tell us a little bit about your coaching style and and what what do you, you know, what do you look at when you're recruiting some of these players and, and what types of players do you see fit at Harden Simmons? So to start with the coaching style, I'll, I'll start with that. And then I kind of come back around to what I'm looking for. Um, you know, I have a lot of experience at different levels. So I actually worked for Coach Good Enough at two Division One schools. Well, three if you count uh, when I was a GA. And I worked for Coach Jilson at Texas Women's, which is a Division Two. So I've kind of stopped at some different places. Um, so I treat these girls the same. I mean, our workouts are just like a D1 workout. Our uh, communication, our strategy, our philosophy, you know, and, and most people that are at this level are similar, you know, their experience comes from different places as well. So as a coach, I, I treat them like, you know, top high level athletes that they are, and, and most of them live up to that. Um, and I would say I am intense. I rarely ever yell, um, which I know some people are like, I need somebody to yell at me. I don't, I don't yell. It's just not really who I am because whenever I do, wow, you should see them respond. Um, they, know, <laughs> they know it's pretty serious if, I, if I'm getting crazy or I'm raising my voice or something like that. Um, but my biggest goal is to love on them um, and to take great care of my players because when we're doing that both on and off the court, then they're really thriving when they're out there. But, you know, if we were just talking about practices, they're going to be competitive. We're going to have a winner and loser in almost every drill. They're going to be intense. They're going to be way harder than a game because I feel like that's my job is to make games feel easy by making your training feel harder. Um, so we've gotten great results from that. We've got kids that come in and they compete and they battle every single day. Um, and so just to kind of piggyback off of that, like when I'm recruiting, that's what I look for too. You know, you, you reference me as being a competitor and that's a fact. I mean, I've been on the treadmill at age 35 beside some random dude and I'm not going to stop before he stops, you know? And, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know that we're competing, but I'm staying on there longer than him. Just as what it is. And I'm probably checking to see his miles per hour rate. He's running out. Cause I want to go faster too. He know um, coach. He yeah. know you competing against him. He just, he tapped. You made him tap coach. Okay, well, <laughs> We're going to see who's going to win that. But that's what I look for a lot on the court. You know, you can really identify toughness pretty quickly in a game and competitiveness by who's willing to do the dirty work, who's willing to take a charge, who's willing to dive on the floor, who's going to go get old boards. Um, that was if, you know, if you had to pull out one part of the game that I just absolutely loved, it was offensive rebounding. Um, and and I benefited from that a lot, too. That helped my stats. I mean, I might miss two or three of my own shots and just keep getting the rebound. Then you got double stats. But. Um, so that's what I look for. You know, we had a camp here this past week and one of the girls asked, we were doing kind of a Q and a session and she asked, what do you, you know, help, what helps recruits get seen? And I said, anything that makes you different. 
So if there's a six, three girl that walks in the gym, she's already different. I'm seeing her and I'm sorry. I know that's not fair, but it's nah, true. It's just facts. facts. Um, but what makes you different? So everybody can shoot a three now. Every small guard in the gym can shoot a three. So are you going to be the most competitive person on the court? Are you going to be the toughest? Are you going to be the one that's, that is consistently taking charges or locking down on defense? Like what is your thing that makes you different? Um, so that's what we really look for. Well, I, I, I would, you should, they should hire you to speak to girls all around the country because uh, that is definitely something that that's a message that need to be heard. But I want to talk about your challenge in recruiting because that's one of the reasons why me and KT were like, yeah, leave her alone because we know that to come into a gym with all of these all stars and all Americans and four and five stars everywhere, your challenge is a little bit different, right? You gotta, you gotta immediately go to the ones that 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 see the value in a Division two or Division three or even maybe a JUCO school, but my. My question to you is is how do we how do we get more education out to these kids because division two ain't bad i i, I think the stereotype has got it like you got to go p5 or the only way you know and if you tell a kid like hey you really a division two kid they think you're hating oh you hating on me you hating? no we're not hating we just we just telling you that you know you got to go in and there's some rooms some area of opportunities or maybe you could develop but this is a, a really awesome opportunity to come to Harden Simmons right now. Y'all are winning. Y'all y'all doing major things. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm a kid, I want to come play for a school like this. So what what do you think it takes for us to do a better job of educating the parents and some of these kids about the other levels and other ways to get opportunities like this one? So in a perfect world, I wish that kids would travel around and watch every level. I think the education piece of that and seeing that, hey, when we come to Harden-Simmons, whoa, that girl is really good. Like, I don't know if I could score on her or I don't know if, you know, um, I could hold her or keep her from scoring. I, I just think, you know, we're all so caught up in this competitive nature of I want to be better than her. Or I want to get more attention than her. And I want to be, I want to tell everyone that I'm D1 and I want to tell everyone that I'm Power 5 and I want to post it on social media. I mean, there's so many factors that go into it, but you're right. Um, you know, we're constantly saying this. We're obviously dealing with this more than anything else because we're fighting the stigma. We find that if we can get people on our campus, it changes their perspective completely because we have a beautiful campus. We've got people here that are going to love on these kids while they're here and create an awesome experience. So honestly, think podcasts like this, you know, and talking to to club coaches and encouraging people to come out to games. That's kind of the first place to start, you know, but um, it is definitely one of our biggest challenges. Well, coach, I, I tell you, I can't wait to get out there. You only are what two and a half hours out of outside of Dallas, Texas. So, I mean, like that's another, I mean, you right down the street from major events, major, anything you need, concerts, good eating. It's, it's, it's crazy, but uh, all right, coach. Well, uh, well, last thing we get to come out there to Harden Simmons. What, what kind of what are we seeing on this court? Ninety four feet of fury. What, what what are we seeing out of a out of a Kendra Whitehead led team? Position hey, is we're basketball. Gonna play, we're gonna play fast. We uh, we actually we're gonna shoot it really well. I, I know it's like it's cool to talk about defense and defense win championships and all that, but I love to score points. Um, so this year we finished number four in the country in field goal percentage, shooting forty six percent, which. You know, for a girls team, uh, I was talking to some guys and they were like, 45 is about average for guys, but 46 for a girls team is really good. Um, so we're going to shoot it well. We're going to shoot a lot of threes. We actually broke the school record this year by hitting 19 threes in one game. 
Uh, it was an unbelievable experience. Uh, I got to do my math, but that's about, what, 57 points? It was a lot. Yeah, we scored 120 that game um, overall. Yeah. But we're going to play fast, and we're going we're gonna to get out, and we're going to shoot early in the clock. And, and that's just a really fun style for our girls. They love putting points on the board, and the fans really love to come out and watch it too. All right, Coach. Well, this is the fun part of the show. We get to have a little fun. KT and I go take the gloves off. Coach Whitehead, welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part where you are now calling all the shots. And KT, we're about to do a little bit of one-on-one. So I'm going to soften them up just a little bit for you, okay, Coach? I'm going I'm to work them over just a little bit so you can uh, you can go ahead and finish them off when we come up there to Harlan Simmons. All right, Coach, rules are simple. Have you ever played Would You Rather before? Yes. All right. So rules are very simple. Both KT and I are going to make a pitch. Whichever one of those scenarios means the most to you or makes the most sense to you, you select that host gains a point. The first host to gain two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And I am the defending champion. So I get to kick this thing off. So Coach Whitehead, would you rather hire a grad assistant fresh out of their career they make the determination of becoming a coach, and you give them that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to become their mentor. They go on to win rings, and they uh, they kind of give it all credit to the Kendra Whitehead blueprint, saying that they are part of your illustrious coaching tree, or... Coach a player that you recruited that no one gave a chance, who makes it to the Basketball Hall of Fame, and in their speech tells you they wouldn't be there without you. I'm going so with meant- the player. Ah, you went with development. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, that was the wrong, that was the wrong answer. That was hard, though. That was, they were both really good. I know. We're we trying to see if you'd rather be a mentor or somebody who develops. You, you, know, you, you already know the gist, so you got it. All right. All right so, right, round, round two. Would you rather travel the world hosting your own food show or ESPNW where you and your Harden Simmons coaching staff interview college coaches and they take you to their favorite places to eat in the towns that they coach in are or would you rather have Netflix film a three season documentary on your campus in which we get to follow you your staff your players and tell the Harden Simmons story your way Netflix that's usually my silver bullet that's you if I lose round one yeah because you know three seasons why don't you just give them hey hey let's do 15 that's significant that's significant yeah I had to say once see I had to give them more because I was nervous over there I was was sweating I said traveling the world is pretty hard all right here we go coach now uh are you a sneakerhead you like you like tennis coach I am yeah. All right. Cool. 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 So for round number three, we're gonna take off the paper and we're gonna take this thing to the feet. We're gonna take it to the sneaker game. Kevin and I are both sneakerheads. As a matter of fact, we go live every Wednesday night at eight o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time as part of our live production, in which we uh, we talk just not just sports. We talk life. We talk entertainment, pop culture, fashion, and I personally do a segment about tennis shoes, sneakers. I love them, and we drop a new pair every week. So y'all come rock with us on Wednesday nights if you're a sneakerhead like ourselves. But before the show, Coach Kevin and I both, both meticulously selected a pair of sneakers that we thought would represent you the best. Okay? So we are going to, on the count of three, uh, you, we're, I'm going to say, uh, you, you're going to say, hold that sneaker. And when you do, we're going to flash these sneakers up on the screen and hold them there for you. Now, be careful, because whoever you select will not only win this round, 
but they would win this game of championship rounds. All right. So, uh, and I promise you, the other one is not nice to the other one. <laughs> so, Ooh, a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is. It's a little bit of pressure. But all right, coach, hold that sneak on three. Here we go. One, two, three. Hold that sneaker. Kevin, you already knew what I was doing. You yeah, already I knew, knew what I was doing. Around. I, I, you know I gotta go purple. Yeah. You already knew what I was doing. Yeah. K. Put them down. Put them down, KT. <laughs> Yeah, and still <laughs> SLT champion of the world. M O T S. <laughs> Let's go, Coach Whitehead. Let's go. Oh, oh man, that feels oh, good. A good day. This is a good day. Winning it, winning feels good. So it now, does. Coach, I'm, uh, I'm gonna bring the belt. I'm gonna bring the belt to Hart Simmons, and when you when you beat him, you get to wear the belt, Coach. Nice. You get the belt. You get to wear the belt. We're gonna take some pictures. Nice. <laughs> you beating him as well. All right, Coach. When the title of the show sports life talks, you got next. All right. So we got to tell them all about your future, Coach. If you just just you know you know at the beginning of the year we do those vision boards. What is your vision board, Coach? Tell us what what are we looking forward to, or what are we looking out for when it comes to Kendra Whitehead. Hey, I just want to keep loving on kids. I mean, I feel like this is my ministry and the the opportunity to have young women that are at this age and so impressionable um, and, and to be able to just pour into them and see them grow, you know, and I don't know what that looks like. I could see myself, honestly, hopefully staying in Texas no matter what. Um, but I don't know where this job's going to take me. So uh, I've been always surprised by the, the direction it's taken me before. So we'll just pray about it and, and see see where that takes us and, and be ready to love on kids and give them our very best every day. All right, Coach. Well, this is the moment. We all, we, we know that you're a superhero. We know that you bring that Wonder Woman to the game, but no no woman is an island, right? And you can't do this by yourself. You've referenced your, your team, your staff, a couple of times during this program. So tell us about your incredible staff, Coach. Give us a quick rundown of each one of your members. Uh, so my coach is Aaron Beadle, and he's been heading off all of our recruiting efforts and bringing a lot of great kids onto campus. Um, he's just, he's like you guys, like he's super personable. He'll come up, talk to anybody and get to know you. And I'm surprised actually, uh, have you met him yet? No. Okay, we'll we... bring him over the next tournament where I see you because you'll like Coach Beadle. Everyone, uh, everyone likes Coach Beadle. And then I had a GA who's going to stay on as an assistant for us this last year. So we are doing that mentoring part. Uh, yeah, he was yeah. going to win that question. Um, and she is a stud. She's a great basketball mind. She actually played Division three basketball. And uh, she's super smart. And she'll be a great head coach one day. And I'm fortunate that she's going to continue to work for us. And then I have a student assistant whose dad is actually our head football coach here at Hardin-Simmons. So she grew up just knowing what was right in the coaching world and uh, in athletics and sports in general. And she does a great job as well. And, and those two are kind of a tag team on most of the, the hard, like the hardest jobs on a coaching staff when it comes to planning trips and meals and getting, making sure laundry and uniforms and things like that are taken care of. So they, they deserve a shout out for, for doing the stuff that nobody really enjoys. Uh, but great, great staff. And do I get to talk about my team too? If, if it's legal, we got reprimanded for that before, though, Coach. Oh, no. Okay, well. You <laughs> we can't, can't talk about the recruits. Yeah, you can't talk Division about the recruits. Three. Yeah, Division Three, we really don't have a lot of rules, to be honest. So we, we can. But 
Um, I have the best players in America, and they are great basketball players, but they're even better people. Uh, they are fun to be around. We went through up and down that COVID roller coaster, and I know one of these days people will stop talking about that, but they were amazing through all of the hard things that that brought, and they are the best part of my day when I get to go to practice and see them, and I just enjoy them so much because they're about all the right things. So super proud to be their coach and super proud to walk around campus knowing uh, how much our campus and university admires them and looks up to them. All right, Coach, you mentioned your, your coaching staff and your players. Do you have any other shout-outs you want to give? Absolutely. My husband, the Coach Whitehead, actually. The Coach Whitehead. The Coach Whitehead before I became it. Um, he he. Well, it's hard around our house because we go from football season with an overlap to basketball season and straight through. So we're competing all the time. And, and you know how that is for coaches. It's, it can be high and it can be very low. And we're dealing with that from August all the way till March. Um, so he's, he's kind of my rock and I can bounce ideas off of him and we can go back and forth because we have, you know, similar experiences. And then I have a 12 year old daughter who puts up with sharing me a lot with a bunch of college players and, yeah. and me being gone quite a bit. But then she also has the benefit of having, you know, 16, uh, you know, big sisters and role models to look up to and to hang out with too. Then moving on from that, my immediate family, my parents who instilled in me just this work ethic that has helped me to be successful. They are still my biggest fans. They're at every game that they can be at. They're just still an hour away down the road here. Um, and they come and support us. And they especially do their job the best they can, helping us with the referees. Um, and then <laughs> my brother who made me, you know, big, I give him credit for the competitiveness that I have. My mom tells a story that uh, the first day that he dressed himself, he's two, two and a half years older, was the first day that I dressed myself too. So I was trying to be like big brother and, and it just continued all the way through. He just um, helped me to grow so much. So my that's that's the crew. And then if you move on to Coach Goodenough, who I've already mentioned before, she was my head coach here at Hardin-Simmons. And my first coach, I actually had a different coach my senior year. Um, but she taught me what it was like to to be successful as a college basketball player and help me to get there. And and then she since this is a cool part about coaching because your coach can later become your mentor and even it can transition into friendship. And she is a great friend and she's always there for me to this day. So those are my shout outs. All right. So this is the part of the show. Where you get a chance to call the person that you think you have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. Tell them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, Coach, who are you calling out? Who should have well, let's go with Let's go with Julie Goodenough. Have you guys had her on the show? We've been working on it. You've been working on it, so maybe you can give her the extra push. But yeah. we've been talking I to will. I will. Okay, another, my my best friend, former teammate that I worked for at Texas Women's, Beth Jilson. All right. Coach Goodenough, you've been on the clock. Your clock, I don't know, we're going into the fourth quarter. All right, but Coach, you said Beth Hilson, Wilson? Jilson. 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 All right, mm -hmm. Coach Jilson, you are officially now on the clock. We are super excited to have both you guys on the store on the show so we can tell hear your amazing stories. And uh, we, your ticket has been punched, so we'll be reaching out to y'all very, very, very soon. But Coach Kendra Whitehead, you got next you the truth coach i can't wait to see you beat the brakes off kt at this free throw shooting contest but i'm gonna tell you something for you to have so much notoriety and so many accolades attached to your name by meeting you in person you would have never known it that is not your personality you are all about love and atmosphere taking care of your people 
You are a competitor. You are extraordinary. You are elite. You deserve a yeet. Sports Life Talk Nation, man. We did it again. I don't know if, if the if the hairs on your arm ain't up. I don't know what to tell y'all. We this is good stuff. This is good con, con, content. Y'all gotta just keep rocking with us because guess what? We still got over a hundred more shows to film in 2023. Season tw- season three has just been a blessing, and we can't do it without you. So this is our one last cry. I'm down on bending knees right now. I'm I'm, I'm down over here doing my Lauren Daigle. I'm, I'm saying my prayers right now because I need y'all to smash that subscribe button join into the family help share this content go go to our social media we everywhere one word at sports life talk it's all together no spaces and just let's get this thing cranking let's get it out there so everybody can hear this amazing story of what's cracking down at at harden simmons because i guarantee you your 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 one forward could change somebody's life so think about that right now you you owe it to them that you could change somebody's life. And with that being said, the football coach Whitehead, you the OG, but signing off, we got the coach Whitehead, all right? OG and the, here we go. Coach Whitehead, we love you. We're going to see you soon, all right, coach? All right, awesome. All right, Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big because you never know your story may be the next one featured on sports life talks you got next yeet now b jones i can't lose championship rounds and a free throw contest something gotta give <laughs> you're in trouble i knew you had next because you always working you always grinding you're in your bag because you're always working like in due time i just i knew you got next Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talk your mushroom. You are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon. Then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Life talking this, yeah, yeah, yeah.